Hey guys, before we get started, you know what to do. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Use your superpowers to smash the subscribe button on YouTube. Check out our cool faces while we talk about superpowers. Matt, this is a long time coming. I really I was just thinking that and the way that I wanted to introduce it was we keep almost doing this episode, but then getting some sort of rad guest or amazing news. So like we keep having to push this episode because it's not as heavy hitting a thing as like having Ghostface Roger L. Jackson on to talk about our fake spit our fake scream pitches. So we keep like kind of nudging this one to next week, nudging this one to next week, but We've already hit the record button. We're here looking at each other. I, I think we're going to do it today. I think we're going to do it. Uh, so yeah, let's let's stop postponing. Stop with the business. Let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, I feel like this is one that should have been in our first year. We talked about shitty superheroes like second or third episode. Right. We tell you, we talk, yeah, shitty powers and shitty superheroes as like a specific thing and weird origin stories and stuff, but we yeah. never actually did an episode about superpowers, just in general, best which, ones, worst ones. Which, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It seems like low hanging fruit for a, a nerd podcast. I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation a million times in sleepovers over our lifetime. Would you would you rather have this power or that power? And be like, ah, you know, I, I feel like this is just a classic nerd conversation. You walk into it's, any comic <laughs> shop right now and there's like 10 dudes having this conversation. It's and funny one that you say sleepovers because during sleepovers as a kid, you know, at a certain age, I was talking about girls. But now I'm talking about superheroes. Like for sure, I'm no longer interested in that nonsense. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I've been married for 12 years. Let's talk about superheroes all night. <laughs> Let's talk about superheroes all night. I miss old school sleepovers. Don't you wish you could just like get a bunch of people and a and daisy chain a couple Xboxes together, break out yes. Halo? We've done we had like a shitty movie sleepover once. It was kind of like most people left before we actually went to sleep, but we did go to sleep. It was at James and Randon's house, I think. And we actually like sleep. We slept on the floor. We watched movies late and then slept on the floor. It's cool. Sounds like fun. I don't think I can stay up that late anymore. No, that, that was also, that was like probably <laughs> eight to 10 years ago. But like, yeah, how cool is that? I still want to live in the dorms. I still want to live like, oh. I want you to live down the hall or on different floor of the same building that I live in at least. Dude, dorm life was so fun because it's like, we lived in these big tall buildings. I was like, you're bored. Go to a different floor. See what the fuck's happening there. <laughs> I was also filled with a bunch of like, there's always random adventures that I would find or fall yeah. into or start. And then also like you're living with people like most of my friends at college were my friends. So they lived in the same building as me. It's cool. It, 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 it was fun. It's fun. But let's get on with the show, man. We've already digressed too much. Yeah, our superpower is procrastination for this episode, right? We just keep fucking... <laughs> lame superpower. That's a lame superpower. With the power of going on the back burner every week. <laughs> Where should we start, man? I, th I think the most obvious one is the one everybody thinks about first. Let's talk, let's talk about flight. Let's talk about flying as a superpower. Okay. 
thumbs up, thumbs down. What's your initial thought? of Floyd? Thumbs up. It's a great power. I don't know if it's my first. I don't know if it's the first or only one that I'd want. But how fucking fun have would that you have? You ever have a dream where you're flying all the time and then I fall and I wake up? Oh, shit. Hit the ground. <laughs> if you fall in your dream, it means you're a shitty flyer. You probably shouldn't fly. In I would life. be a shitty flyer because here's the thing. Thumbs down. <laughs> flight is overrated. Flight is way overrated. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you never think about. Nobody ever thinks about the environment, right? You can fly. Fucking cool. Rain hitting you when you're flying 70 miles an hour feels like bullets to your face. That fucking sucks. Sun? Are you going to have a helmet on? Because just sun alone. I've sat out in the sun. I haven't even been flying. I sit out in the sun for an hour. And you, Matt, as a ginger, come the fuck on. You're going to be sunburned? Have you ever seen a guy and you're like, that dude rides a motorcycle. How can you tell? His face looks like shit leather. That's what you will look like if you're Superman. His perfect skin, fuck him. He would look like shit bagged crocodile leather from flying around so much. Well, that's Superman because his skin is literally bulletproof, so I don't think rain is going to bother him. Okay, but how about this? Here's but you're right, like the average idiot, right? Let me ask you this as well. What's your phys- How long can you hold a plank for? Like lay on your back and hold up your feet. How long before your stomach starts burning? Your core has to be rock hard iron to be able to hold your legs out in a flying position forever. Every time I see guys on motorcycles with the giant like gorilla handbars, yeah, yeah. Hands up, I'm like, that dude's arms are like spaghetti <laughs> after two hours. That cannot be comfortable. No fucking way. I dare you right now. Hold your hands up above your head out front like you're flying and see how long you can do that before you're like, no, nah, I'm not. Ah, no, I'm not into this. Like flying takes a physicality that nobody's prepared for. <laughs> I think that's true. And that's something that I, I, I admit I haven't read as many Superman books as I have Batman or I haven't read as many, you know, whatever the Marvel equivalent would be off the top of my head. But I would I want to see that explained as a, a way, like explain it to someone who can't fly, how it feels to someone who can and the closest thing I saw was um, in um, what was the Robert Invincible, Invincible in the Robert Kirkman one. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. the dad was teaching him how to fly, he says it's kind of like purposely peeing your pants, which I thought was like a shitty, a shitty way to explain it. But OK, it's a bodily thing that we don't usually do that you'd have to actually try to do. And it would feel weird the first couple times you did it. So I kind of get I like. I always thought it would be cool if Superman explained his flying as like flexing a muscle or holding his breath because you can't do it indefinitely and it does take effort. And I think you need to set those boundaries so that a reader who is, I mean, what's more foreign to a human being than physical flight, like from your own, like self-motivated flight, right? We don't know what that would be like, especially if you're not flapping your arms and you're making the point about like holding a plank and laying down. Who's to say that you couldn't just levitate standing up and fly the same speed and everything vertical? You'd have wind shear and everything. Yeah, but you, you, we're not also we're horribly un aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. So we're not made for that. Literally, a hamburger right? is more aerodynamic than we are. <laughs> and and yeah, again, like you're, you're super inefficient at it. Like I'd read a at, I'd read a book called Super Burger. <laughs> super Burger. <laughs> I literally just saw a video online that was like a hamburger in a wind tunnel and it was like surprisingly aerodynamic be cool i think that's a flying saucer right (laughs) right yeah and we are not that so i think human beings were not built for flight so even if you had that power i think there'd be a lot of things that we would encounter that's like man superman makes this look way cooler than it is (laughs) still though i think if you went slow and weren't necessarily traveling around the world or above the stratosphere 
still way cooler than a dude in a right? car. Fuck you, loser. Fuck you, loser. <laughs> I would fly around just to do that. Be like, look at these assholes in Atlanta traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would definitely be fun. I think it, it's a safety risk, right? Especially like we've seen the landing process a multiple times I mean, of them trying to land, right? If you don't have super yeah. strength, it's going to be harder. A seagull ran into Fabio's face, ended his modeling career. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were flying? Superman's like, I used to be super handsome. Now my face is ruined because I ran into a sparrow. <laughs> I think about that Fabio thing. I would say once a month on average. Just lives rent free in your head. How does Yeah, that because it's like, well, it's just, I mean, I guess mathematically, the chances of it happening to him are the same as it to happening to anybody. Mm-hmm. But for everyone else to hear that, it's. The chances of me hearing Joe Schmo got hit in the face with a bird while on a roller coaster. The chances of me hearing that about a random person are way greater than me hearing it about a famous person. And then if the famous person is a model, I think you slowed like those those chances, those odds become even less. And every once in a while, I just think about what a random fucking thing to happen in life, you know? <laughs> then again, so you're, you're basically like, the odds of that is like lightning shooting straight down his people. Like, that's, yeah, that's how exactly, small of like a fucking... Yeah. That's, that's how precise it was for that to actually happen. No, here's a good one. I was thinking like, I was going to make the joke about, imagine how the bird felt. What if the bird was like a famous bird? So <laughs> like... the cover of bird yeah, sex novels? Yeah. yeah. He was on the bird. Right now there's two dildo bird. birds having a bird podcast. And they're like, remember when bird Fabio smashed into that random guy at a roller coaster? Cause they don't know that Fabio's Fabio. <laughs> they're like, that's like shooting right down a dolphin's cloaca. <laughs> Lightning strikes. Um, crazy dude. It, it is crazy. Every time I, I let my hair down and I swoosh and look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, Oh, I could get hit by a seagull. Watch my, out for seagulls. Yeah. My, my handsomeness could be over. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Then we'd have to call ourselves the handsome boy and the other guy. <laughs> and that guy who got hit by a seagull. Seagull face. <laughs> <laughs> got hit so hard it melded with me. So I constantly have this like co-host off the side of my face. <laughs> and I just have to feed him crackers to keep him shut the fuck up. There's a superpower I don't want. Seagull. Seagull face. Seagull face. <laughs> It's definitely one of the lesser used powers, right? For sure. (laughs) Give me another Um, one. All right. Here's another one that I think a lot of people fantasize about in everyday life and think it would be cool. Invisibility. I I have an invisibility tie-in. Invisibility is for perverts. But Yeah, I think think that's probably true. Invisibility. Let me ramp this one off. Invisibility is the graduate, is the college, it's the graduated superpower for people who think they want x-ray power. X-ray vision. <laughs> because okay. X-ray vision is for perverts. X-ray vision is what a, te- a teenage boy thinks a gynecologist does. <laughs> but then they get the power and then they're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted at all. I don't want X-ray vision. All I see is bones and see through stupid shit. What a dumb power to have. This is mildly useful, but also a massive pain in the ass. What I really want is invincibility so I can go be a pervert unhindered. Yeah, invisibility is the graduated uh, assumption for perverts. Because uh, any Invisible Man movie we've seen, they turn into fucking psychos and perverts. That's true. No one is using invisibility. We've never seen, aside from Sue Storm, 
We haven't really seen anybody use. She's a secret freak. You know that shit. Her husband's away in a lab. She's off doing freaky shit. You know this. But I would say at least she does use her powers for good, at least at times. Maybe not in the bedroom, but who, what other invisibility person has used it for good? At least, I mean, there's not, there's, I guess there's not too many famous ones, right? I I can't think of that many invisible people. I mean, I know a jet that uses it for good. Who? A jet that uses it, an invisible (laughs) jet that uses it for good. Yeah, I guess you're right because I guess you could use it for like, practically speaking, you'd be a great fucking spy, right? You'd be a great weapon of of a government or something, right? Um, But in your daily life, what would I need invisibility for to not get caught? And what are you not getting caught doing? Right. Like, <laughs> um, did you ever see, I think it's the third or fourth sequel to the uh, universal monsters, invisible man movie. It's called invisible agent. And it's about a guy behind enemy lines, a soldier in world war two trapped behind German enemy lines. And he's invisible and he gets this chick to help him by being a pervert. But uh, he, he does all this stuff to like freak Nazis out and scare them away, which is like, it's cool. It's not the best movie, but like the idea of it is way right, better right. than the movie is. And again, really cool, like old school VFX and special effects to make the invisible agent do invisible shit. But most of the time he's just like, oh, this Nazi's about to sit down, yoink, and pulls the chair out and like he falls over and is like, ah, I'm yeah, the chair was over. Oh, and you're like, oh, this is hilarious. It like it's it, it, it. There's there's way more laughs involved, but like I think there's some pretty cool stuff going on. I like it. Like he drinks the serum just as he jumps out of an airplane and like turns invisible and like takes his clothes off because in those movies they're always naked. I'm like, you just parachuted with your ding dong out, dog. That's now that's crazy. what I was gonna bring up too, because <laughs> Sue Storm and a couple other people can turn invisible with their clothes. Right does not make sense to me unless you have the power to make things invisible, including yourself. Right. So, and I I admit I'm not a big fantastic four person. I don't really know how her powers work, but sometimes, sometimes she's like, I built a special costume that can help, but like her costume turns invisible with her. Right. It definitely does. And I guess you could, you could, you, you know, you could imagine the power two different ways. One is like invisible man style where you are injecting something into your body and your body is turning invisible, right? The cells and the parts of your body are turning see through. They're allowing light to pass through it. So if that's happening, that wouldn't affect your clothes, right? If it was off of your body. Yeah. But if your power was essentially like creating an invisibility shield, if you could make something else invisible, like if you could make something on your desk invisible, you could argue that you could make yourself invisible. And that would include your clothes, I would guess. Actually, the thing I, I like about this that we don't get to do much with it is, yeah, if you had the ability to project it or to be invisible, the spy aspect of it, I think, could be really like you get yourself in some sticky situations and like you have to concentrate really hard to hide the key that they're looking for or whatever it is. You know, I, I think there's I think there's something there. And I think invisibility is a pretty interesting one to have. But again, um, you're going to be seeing naked chicks with that for sure. Like there's no way, even if you were like, even if you gave someone like Steve Rogers or Clark Kent invisibility, they'd probably take a quick peek at somebody just to try it. Right. Yeah. They're just Moral, like, even with their high morals and everything, you're like, well, can I, <laughs> I mean, if no one finds so out, is it wrong? <laughs> you're like, what, what are you doing? Superman? Uh, yeah. So x-ray vision is dumb. I, I think it's only good for like, I can see the components in the safe. I know how to get in there now. But it's like, for the most part, you want to be invisible over x-ray vision. For sure. I, if I had invisibility, 
I would use the goofing around chair, like Nazi chair moving aspect of it way more than the pervert one. Like yeah. I would be fucking with so many people. Can you imagine if one of us was invisible when we lived together? Like well, one of us had that arf, power. Arf, arf. Yeah, there would be so much arf, arf, arf. <laughs> There's an invisible dog and it's terrifying. <laughs> oh my God. I would fuck with people so much. It would be fun to endless. fuck people. Yeah. Oh, it'd be super fun to fuck with people. Um, Here's one that I don't think has a lot to comment on it. I was like, hmm, super strength. Yeah. Be fucking awesome. Probably as a utility, one of the most useful superpowers. Like, hands down, super useful. Like now, super strong. I, I I have nothing negative to say about it if unless you're like a Lenny type where you're like, oh, I don't know my own strength, and then you're like crushing the bunnies. Or if like, you look like Thing or Hulk, like it turns into a physical thing that differentiates you. Cause like I love the aspect of the thing yes. where he is the only of the Fantastic Four who was changed in such a way that he no longer can really live society in it's the same society the way he used to. All which, the other three can. Oh, bullshit. Okay. Well, I guess I guess Human Torch can turn off the fire. Right. Which is true. But like, who gives a shit about him when he's not on fire? Boring. The Nobody. Thing- but that's the thing is he could go into the store. He could go out on a date. Ben, like all seriousness, Ben Grimm can't. So as much as he is enhanced by his powers, he's also, I mean, the fact that he looks like he does, it's not necessarily his strength. What if you're, what if it was like to make it like a real world thing? What if you were like literally the size of Ben Grimm, but you still look like a human, but you just turned into like a muscle guy, giant muscle guy. So you didn't look like you anymore. You look like you on like giant steroids. You okay with that? Or I mean, I suppose, again, what am I using it for? Pervert shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, yeah again, I, strength is one of those things. I, I think it'd be fine. You'd find a way to work with it because, again, super fucking strong. Who's going to tell you to do anything? Like, like there's, there, there, the Ben Grimm downside I get, but he's also languished in that for, what, 100 years? How long? Get over it, Rock. Been? Kent calls him Rock Man. Get over it, Rock Man. Get over it, Rock Man. Dude, like at this point, too, like you're a goddamn celebrity. Use that. Like, I don't like being ugly. Ask Steve Buscemi. It's worked out great for him. He's rich as shit. He's fine. <laughs> but do you think Rockman can still have a fun sexual relationship with a flesh blind, woman? With a blind woman? Yeah, she's she's <laughs> way into him. She's way fucking into. Have him. they had? Do they have kids? I don't know if they have kids. No, I don't think it's possible for him. What did he shoot pebbles? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you said that while I was thinking that joke. I was trying to figure out the best way to word her, but that was it. <laughs> I think there's been way too many conversations. It's been in movies. Rockman's dork. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think str- super strength is a good one to have. You're right. And there's probably, unless, you le- unless you're physically deformed, there's not too many downsides to that. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty solid. You brought up a really good point, though, that's going to, I'm going to say it a couple times, especially for what might be my favorite powers. Yeah. But w- what is the world? What is the reason we have these? What is the universe like? Is it just Matt and Aaron, the Launchpad podcast guys, have powers? Are we superheroes who are literally fighting other people? Um, I've seen like there was a bitchin' show called Alphas that only lasted like two seasons or something. And it was like heroes, but it was essentially heroes, but not as flashy. And they weren't necessarily fighting fighting. So it was like they were almost like a a crime team that all had kind of real world based powers. I'll tell you about one in a second. But Depending on what everybody else in the world has, my powers that I would want would change. 
because some of my powers I think are cool. But if it was like a freak thing and only I had it, it's not going to benefit me because I'm not like fighting supervillains. Does that make sense? It does. I guess I've always thought about these as if Aaron just had powers because at the end of the day, yeah. you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, and I'm always like, nah, I'm good. I got enough responsibility. I have a two year old. That's enough responsibility as it is. I have a job. I have a house. I don't need the added I'll take a pervert power, please. I'm not, I don't, I'm not <laughs> I, saving the universe. I'm not fighting Galactus. I just want to sneak yeah. into the girls' locker room. Also, like knowing the extent <laughs> of like how awful, like, the, the world is without supervillains knowing how shitty it would be to have powers and like what am i what am i going to do to fight the steamroller of capitalism they'd find a way to be like that guy has powers boo yeah, yeah. like real powers boo fuck that guy aaron sucks like they would find a way to be like coke coke boycotts me and i'm like no but like you imagine know? me and you in the van and you take and you take off all your clothes and i'm like you ready and you turn your visible and then you creep into the Capitol to try to steal their secrets while I look through X-ray, my X-ray vision. And I'm like, okay, make, I see where you are in the building. Make a left. <laughs> oh, see, if we both had pervert powers, then we like really do some <laughs> If you had two perverts, you could, you could use it for mild good. <laughs> <laughs> do some like mild Watergate situations. But even just, then, yeah, just even move then, the chairs around. Like, found out the president's an asshole. And you're like, yeah, everybody knows that. No, nobody cares. It's like, oh, no. You're like, and then they, these- they'd slander you. They'd be like, they'd be like, quote unquote, hero walking around naked in the Oval Office. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, corporations are evil. And they're like, yeah, we've been doing it for years. And <laughs> found that out on your own. Einstein. Yeah. Like, and we're oh. evil without powers, assholes. <laughs> assholes. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> well, how about this for a pretty cool power? I like this one a lot. And this actually was in the show Alphas, but it also, I think, is something very similar to Daredevil and Bullseye. Mm-hmm. But like just being physically, just excelling physically at manipulating things. There was a guy in Alphas who essentially like Bullseye's power is he can kill you with anything, right? Which isn't necessarily a power. It's just he's that fucking good. So Bullseye once took a, pa- a paper clip, flicked it, dinged off a glass and landed on his page of his book and he used it as a bookmark. That's fucking incredible to have the physical acuity to do that. If you were one of those like internet videos of somebody throwing a ping pong ball, but just every yeah, right. time you <laughs> sunk it, you're like, yep, <laughs> I did that. You can make money that way. Um, in Alphas, when the guy was realizing he had similar powers, he was standing at a vending machine and throwing quarters into the coin slot and kept increasing the distance. Now, like, think about it. And he was unerringly getting them in, you know, and I think that sort of, you know, so he'd be able to chase people and grab things and swing it and do parkour and shit like that. But I think that like on an everyday scale, I think actually that would come in really useful because you could use it so many times to do so many things. I can't tell you how many times just putting on pants. I'm like, ah, put my foot in the wrong hole. Like if it was just like every time, like, yes, I didn't mess up putting on this goddamn shirt. I didn't trip over my own two feet. I am, I am winning at life today. How many times have you almost dropped something, tried to catch it, bobbled it, and then made it worse than if you had just straight up dropped it? Now imagine if not only you never dropped anything, but if you did, you were able to catch it. That would be fucking cool. And I like, first of all, it'd look cool. Second of all, I feel like maybe this is just because I'm fucking anal and OCD. But to have that sort of mastery over your physicality and your body sounds so cool. 
I also just maybe again, it's because I read a lot of Daredevil, which has a lot of bullseye. But when those guys do things like that, I'm like, whoa. Whereas like when Superman stops a train, I'm like, yeah, I you're Superman. I What were you going to do? You know, I, you stop the train because you're strong and you can fly. But also train. you're always super fucking cool because you're like you're like flipping something and, and you always catch it right. You don't look like, yeah, you never bobble it. You're like. You know, it's like that cowboy who walks up and he like flicks the cigarette in the air and catches in his mouth and he lights it on the first try. And you're like, it's, you know, nothing ever goes. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's if that was just your power, if you could do that. And again, I guess we, we'd have to go back to what I said about flying. And is it like holding your breath or peeing your pants when you use that? Like if I wanted to throw a quarter into a vending machine, does that take effort or is that just natural? Is it a natural calculation for me? almost like a basketball player, right? You think about me and Michael Jordan on a court. He is, you know, mechanical memory can sink so many pointers without really worrying about it. Does it become that way? Although I guess he didn't, I guess a lot of that is learned though, right? Some of that might be natural talent, but he honed that skill. So he had to practice and practice. So I guess you're kind of splitting that hair, right? That would be an interesting addendum to a bullseye thing. Like, he might not be good at it the first time, but if it's in his muscle memory, like a, a character like, oh, shit, I've never done this maneuver before, but like I can sink a basket so I can probably sink a similar thing. If I mm. need to throw something at a distance, I'm good at that. I can do that, but I need to shoot something. Oh, I've never done this before, but if I if I get it once, I practice it a little bit, I'll be forever good at it. There's a, I think there's an interesting thing to that idea of muscle memory versus natural talent. But I, I like that too. Here's the thing. Anytime somebody sinks something in real life, you have a piece of trash. You are 10 feet away from a trash can. You throw it. If you sink that, what happens in the room? Anybody else who sees it, what do they do? Cheer. Yeah, they go, what? Yeah. In TV shows and movies, this is something that pisses me off. I talked about this on the um, uh, Tales from TV podcast that I was recently on. Uh, episode has not come out yet, but it will soon. Um, and I was like, in Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon throws a knife from 50 feet away from the <laughs> roof of a building and pegs a zombie in the face and nobody cheers. Everybody would go ballistic. Oh, shit. He does it again. I goddamn dare you not to freak the fuck out if somebody nails the, the, a miracle shot twice. Everybody in the room would go, oh, shit. Even in a, you're saying even in a zombie apocalypse, yes, we yes. would like for you and I would sure high five, right? Like for sure. Oh, yeah. He didn't high five That is a miracle shot. I don't care how hard your life's been. I don't care what a badass you are. You sink a shot like that twice, you will lose your goddamn mind. <laughs> Running around the roof, everybody's high fiving you. You're like, yeah, okay, okay, focus, focus, focus. TV in movies, nobody ever does that. When when Brody shoots the tank and Jaws explodes and Cooper comes out of the water and doesn't high five his ass, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? He's like, I saw that, dude. I saw I was underwater and I saw it. You hit that from 30 yards and we are fucking That would be a whole nother awesome episode, would just be high missed high five opportunities in movies and you know, <laughs> I just Brody's lying there. Han that pulls scene. up along Luke, and the Death Star pieces are in the background. They open their windows and just high five, one in a million. Kid. But like, to be fair, in Star Wars, people did react appropriately. They went, "Oh yeah," because they were about to get blown up. But you know, come on, to keep things moving along, let's talk about a quick one that snowballs into a better one. Healing's fucking awesome, right? We can all. Oh agree fuck! That. You know, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, it is. Is Wolverine immortal? This has come up many times. I think my my 
thought is no. And I base that on how I interpret the character, not on any specific book. Yeah. Um, it makes the character more interesting if he's not, because if he 100%. is, then you're like, okay, whatever. I would think that you could kill him via drowning. Um, mm-hmm. I would think you could kill him if you could keep him from rejuvenating. But mm-hmm. you, you like, because I think there's a there's a line between dead and alive, right? It, medically speaking. Yep. So if I shot you in the heart, there would be a point where that heart could no longer prove its function, and then you would start to die. I think if Wolverine Wolverine's heart did not fix itself in that situation, he would be dead. I don't know. Some people say he wouldn't be, but once he was able to heal, he would come back. So, like, the drowning aspect, I've heard someone say, like, if he's drowned, but then you take all the water out of him, his lungs would start to beat again. Like, No, because you're dead, dead. Once, once that's you're what, dead, that's you're, how I yeah. think. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, um, like, what, what makes you dead, right? Your heart stops and your pumping heart and your brain. brain stops. But if yep. Wolverine's healing ability is to overcome that if his brain then started again and his heart started again why would he not be alive again i i I agree with you though it doesn't make it interesting if he's completely although some of my favorite art of him regenerating is after he survived a nuke and his body's like just the skeleton and he like yeah grows up back together i think that's kind of cool but to that end if he's lived forever we know from comic books that he's been in the past he's he's lived for a really long time Living forever, what is the thing that they always show is the downside of living forever? All your loved ones die. Yeah, you know what? I've had a dog that's passed away, so I know it's not that bad. I can get new loved ones. It's all good. <laughs> living forever is a fucking dope fucking Wait, power. wait, really? You think that? If you live forever, human beings are no worse than pets to you. Losing a goldfish? Yeah, fucking But what sucks. about the first one? You have a family right now. What if right now you became immortal? Yeah. And, and you knew it. What if you knew you were immortal? Yep. Okay. 900 years, it, it would fucking suck the first one. But if you've lived forever, by the time you've lived for thousands of years and you're like, oh, man, my my uh, my current love is dead. I got, you know, that'll suck for about a thousand years, but I'll you live forever. It just turns. You're into looking the, at the big picture here. I'm looking at the big picture. Yeah, uh, dude, losing you would be terrible. But guess what? In another thousand years, I got another podcast. Uh, this one's pretty funny too you know it's it's yeah obviously you would suck to lose your family the first time but like think about the first time you lost a dog your pet died like it was awful awful oh my god but you get another one i was just thinking i was gonna make the joke of like well you don't have to lose me just bite me and we'll be immortal together and then i was thinking wait a minute if you have a bro or a you know a significant other that you feel that strongly about fuck yeah like i don't I don't read a lot of vampire lore and shit, but like, what if it's the opposite of Twilight where it's like you or maybe that is what Twilight is. I don't really yeah. know a lot about Twilight, but like you find your your one, your soulmate and they're both immortal together forever. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. The rest of my friends that die, but I can get new friends. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, right, I, you convinced I, me. I'm on board. Bite I me. shit watched the first one, um, the first Twilight. And it's again, but it's a pervert power because he never gets old. So he's like, I'm in high school. It's like, yeah, but you're 900 years old. I'm watching you sleep. Fucking pervert. I can turn invisible. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. I guess this makes sense, right? Because nerds write and draw comic books, especially right? at their at, at their inception, right? Nerds read comic books. Now nerds are podcasting about comic books. We're all just a bunch of creepy perverts who can't get any in real life. So we're getting these powers, which are really just metaphors for creeping up on people. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe they'll like me if I have this power. Yeah, that's exactly well, what it is. You're right. Splitting it into the two powers, you just kind of, like, I mean, it's one power that you kind of evolved into another one. But immortal, okay, I kind of see that. I, hmm, it'd be kind of cool to watch a power struggle between two immortals that, like, one is yes and one is no. I think that's cool. So, yeah, yeah that movie versus like, is Highlander. dope. <laughs> Highlander's dope, too. Well, the first one, the second one's garbage. <laughs> Oof, so bad so bad highlighter is a movie and a cons uh highlander highlander, highlighter is, a is a marker that yellow and sometimes green you gotta take the top off that's the only way to kill it that's true <laughs> that highlander was based on highlighters <laughs> it's the same concept if you take the top off of a highlighter it's done it dries out <laughs> highlander is one of those movies and concepts that like was better with me and my friends playing it in the backyard than the right. actual film. Like the first film is really good for what it is, but sure. like the crow, I feel like I want it to be more when I watch it. But like when me and my friends played Highlander outside, it was fucking epic. And I think my friend did a better accent than um, Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So immortal. I like, I, I, you know, what it is immortal. There's, there's, there's a lot of good story with that power. Yes. Super strength, like we said, Ben Grimm, if it deforms you physically, you can only get so much out of that. But with the immortal concept, that's one of those things that from now until forever, everyone can have different feelings about it. And you could make a lot of different points about what's good and what's bad about that. Right. So I like that. Um, even you and I joking about it kind of touched upon a couple of things that you could be like, oh, that's a decent point. Um, healing, though, healing is a great power. I think healing yourself is a really good power. What about um, being able to heal others like i know oh, there's x-men who could do that you're, too you're you're a core you're a core archetype of a DD team man for sure yeah yeah you're a necessary part of a team yeah. right yeah. yeah any there's no there's no team mechanic without the healer there's like any video game that has a team mechanic somebody's got to be the healer there's yeah. there's always that, that's one of the, like the biggest fantasies of of uh, of team lore of of co-op action adventure games there's the person who's the healer usually they're magic people Usually mm -hmm. wizards or witches. Mutants. Mutants. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I, that, I mean, it's great. a very, I mean, it's a basic human need, right? Like, mm -hmm. you don't need to be strong to survive, but you need to be able to heal, essentially, to survive, right? If you're a person or a family or a clan, you need that ability to be able to bounce back from different things. Not necessarily super, super villain battles, but you need to be able to heal yourself. And if I constantly think about how fucking amazing the human body is that we're able to heal, like, even if you break, I explained to one of my kindergartners what a cast does. Yeah. And I explained to them, like, your body will heal that, but you need to keep it still so it heals correctly. But just the fact that your body will fix a broken bone or at least do its best to try, that's freaking magic. Like, if you think about it, we're pretty unstoppable in that regard where we can literally fix ourselves to a pretty extensive point, right? Yeah, it, it's um, like... It's like I'm not gonna go beyond above and beyond, but the basic things, including broken bones, I'll, I'll try. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting system, and I guess a lot of animals and plants can do similar things. But what a great idea for um for uh, sus sustaining life, right? To figure that out. But yeah, on a super scale, it would be cool to heal yourself from anything. Although for sure, that would be a detriment to me. Because that would be like the opposite of the coin flicking power. Because yeah. I'd be like, I don't have to be careful crossing the street. I don't have to be careful on a tall building. Just because I would super clumsy. Yeah, for sure. Like for sure. It'd be like that uh, Family Guy episode where Peter Griffin can't die. There would be a week or so of that. And then there'd be like just general like, 
I'm not wearing goggles while I use this wood saw. I'm not, you know, I'm not putting gloves on while I'm raking up this. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I agree. I, I would get probably pretty lazy if I could heal easily. <laughs> not lazy, just dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. And that would be a terrible power for a parent to have because right now I have to watch that Kent doesn't mimic or do shit that I do. And I feel like if he watched me cross the street with invulnerability powers or or healing powers. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. First yeah, you're of all, right. traumatizing because he'd watch me get splattered by a car. And then I'd be like, don't worry, son. Yeah. Then yeah. they get back together. Oh, God. Yeah. Traumatizing. Absolutely. Utterly awful. Be worse than watching me get splattered is watching me unsplatter. Right. The deal is, though, and I hate when movies or shows show someone get a bullet hole. And then the bullet hole closes up and the blood goes back into the bullet hole. No. If blood drips onto my chest, that blood is used and done and out of my body. The bullet hole can close, but I should still have a bloody mark from what came out. I shouldn't oh. be cleaned as well. It's not a healing and cleaning power. Can't, yeah. Can't you? Sh- wouldn't there be if he gets shot and then it starts to close up? And you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you're trying to get your fingers in there, to get the bullet the out. Bullet out? Yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or spit the, I've seen it spit the bullet out, but yeah, there yeah, yeah. should still be more, even if it's a, not a scar, there should still be blood marks from where that just happened. 100%. Right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Blood is the highlighter of where you got injured. <laughs> the Highlander, if you will. <laughs> All right. I got a, I got a good, I got a really good power. Okay. But it depends on the situation that like the rest of the world is in. Okay. I love in Heroes, there was a character who could negate other people's powers. And he was yes. working with like the, 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 you know, the spook group that was trying to hunt these guys down. Yes. So, yes, yes. and for a while, they didn't realize that that's what he was doing. So for certain times, their powers would just fail. And I think that's so cool. The same thing also as absorbing or taking someone's powers, either um, permanently or in a case by case basis. Like there are people who when they fight other people, they have their powers. That's awesome if you're in a world where there's other people with powers, especially if you're fighting, because it immediately levels the playing field. Right. If you can fly and now I'm near you and I can fly, you don't have an edge over me. And I like that idea. And I also like the idea of if we're in a world where we have to worry about powers, if my power is to knock your power out of the park, that's that's a valuable power to have. Like you said, on a team, if you had a guy on the team who could nullify the other team's powers, that's huge. I think, and, you know, in a fighting, some sort of contest, right? Some sort of battle. At the same time, though, it's like it's a sucky power to have because you're only used for that. And people want to use you for that. Like you don't get you're to not do anything. Yeah. Basically, you've just made it so nobody can have any fun. So you walk in the room and everybody <laughs> stops having fun, and your power is just to be there and be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm not having any fun either. I don't get any powers. I don't get to. I also don't get to see any cool powers. Every time I'm in the room, I see people being like, oh, can I do the thing that I could do a second ago?' And you're like, "Yeah, that's me. Sorry, bro.'" <laughs> but what if you're like, I think, and again, in heroes, I think Siler was collecting powers. I think his power was to collect powers. And I think he had to kill people to get them. But what if, I mean, if your power was to collect or if you could catch and retain powers. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably the ultimate power, right? That's what Rogue does. Yeah, you could Rogue it up. Yeah, but her, you know, her thing is she'll kill you if she takes it. So there's, Uh, you know, and again, that's a really good story point. That's a really good plot boundary to make. But I like that idea because it then... You're suited for any situation that you're in. You're not at a default. You're not like, ah, oh, shit, your power trumps mine. It's like, oh, we have the same powers. I think that's cool. And I think it also makes you a really 
important part of a team if, in, in a superhero universe, I guess. If I was the only idiot that had that power, well, clearly that, that wouldn't be a power then. How would I even know I had it? I might have that power right now. <laughs> I, I'd say we all have that power. Unless I see some random asshole in spandex fall from the sky and be like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I might have a superpower that negates your flying. I just found out, bro. I Let me, no yeah. idea. <laughs> I'm going to go to Ralph's. You tell me if you keep flying when I leave, okay? <laughs> Next to me. Here's one that often comes up that people think is a good power, but it secretly sucks. Being super smart. Okay. It secretly sucks. Secret. No, I don't think it's a secret. Um, I'm, I'm average smart, maybe even above, but mostly average smart. Okay. But the bell curve is swung so hard because most people are fucking idiots that I feel <laughs> super smart sometimes. Like I, I like literally finishing people's sentences as they talk to you and you're like, oh my God, astronauts. They see how small the world is and it drives them fucking insane. To be the smartest person in the room must be a curse because you're surrounded by morons. And it's painful to watch TV and be like, fucking moron, fucking moron, fucking moron. And then you're suddenly like, I'm not even that smart. How do I feel this awful about it? To be super smart, literally like one of the smartest people in the world must be a horrible, heavy, heavy, heavy. So you're well, then it turns into Ozymandias, right? Where you're watching a thousand TVs at once and you're like, I have to fucking bomb New York to save the world, right? There's nothing to save. Burn the earth. That that is your your likely conclusion. So you go over you go over Ozymandias's house, right? He's like, "Hey, do you want to come over and watch TV with me?" And you're like, "Yeah, bro," because we're both really fucking smart. So you guys are lounging on the sofa (laughs) watching a thousand channels of TV at once, and he's like, "Dude, the Earth is fucked. We need to fake an alien and we need to fake a psy a a, a psychological alien invasion to then save the world." And you're like, "No." The world shouldn't be saved because everybody's just an idiot. It's just terrible. I, I'm like, <laughs> and we, then you we, have a debate. Yeah. I'm like, we should still do that just because it'd be fun. Let's start in Florida, but <laughs> it'd be fun to nuke New York. That's what you just no, said. Don't start in New York. Start in Florida. Start in Florida. <laughs> it'd be fun to do, but like, there's no point. You're not saving shit. Like, sure. at the end of the day, you wipe out, but then there's more idiots to come. Like, it's not getting better unless you just, you know here's the power to make everybody else smarter as a teacher you're on that quest but you ha- have the frustration of like you're not absorbing the not i'm giving you that i'm literally <laughs> spoon feeding you knowledge and you're like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like feeding an infant you're like eat your spinach it's good for you and they're like <laughs> and you're like yo you're like you morons you're mo- you can't even can't even help yourselves and and then you're like yeah giant squid dropping in on a city it seems it seems like a logical answer <laughs> Seems That's like the next best idea. thing That's for the, the world's smartest man to come up with. I think it drives you fucking nuts to be the smartest. You're pro- I can see that. That's pretty good. That yeah. would be a fun farcical um, comic strip to write is, you know, the smartest man in the world. But like you said, you have that moment of him watching a thousand TVs and being like, I need to save the world and be like, the world is not really worth saving. And if I tried, they would st- even if I tried, I'm the smartest man in the world. They would still fuck it up. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of where Ozymandias and Dr. Manhattan like had that eye to eye where he's like, yeah, you're right. But like, that's our job as heroes. Like we have right. to help. We have to help the idiots. And that's our job. And right. It's like, that that I get. I get that. You know, that's, tough. that's why he's my favorite character. Watchman. I love that idea. But fuck, man. Yeah, you're right. That's a that's I like that idea. That's a hot take on that. But so we have a few minutes left. You pick one and then I'll pick one and see where we're at. Can I lump together like mind powers, telekinesis and telepathy? Yeah. Why not? I don't know that those are my favorite. 
actually, I know they're not my favorite. And I know that if I could pick a power, those that might not be where I start. But like the idea of using the force kind of to manipulate objects, I could see that in a battle in a superhero world. That's helpful. And I also see it in like everyday life. Like, where's the fucking remote? Oh, Amanda, put it on the counter. Um, and also telepathy, right? Like being able to read others' minds, being able to implant thoughts, being able. And I think you could use that for perverted evil shit, but you also could help people. Like you just said something about being a teacher. Imagine if I could literally get inside your mind and put things inside your mind. Um, as a parent, that would help. As a world leader, that would help. But then you get start doing that thing about too much power and ultimate power and who watches the Watchmen. But I think there's a lot there. And I think um, I think that power could could kind of outdo a lot of other powers if it was a superhero situation. You know For what sure. I mean? Like easy one is telepathy versus strongman, even telekinesis versus strongman. I think you could you could work that around, you know, but I don't want to trade my legs for it. So let's not get into that. That argument. I'm not Professor Xing it. I want to be able to walk around also to piggyback on that. I'm going to say um, like Green Lantern powers kind of falls into that. But like it, that is so open ended. When you think about Green Lantern, it's so open ended. It's actually like almost Omnipotent. difficult. He has all the yeah. power he needs. He's he's almost super difficult to be like, well, wait, what? And then they're like, well, uh, he yellow's bad for him. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> we had to give him some yeah, sort can't, of can't like fight school buses and shit, but <laughs> <laughs> the power of a god. Yeah. Transformer, the bumblebee transformer is the worst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the power of a god, but can't have a cup of lemonade. <laughs> oh. All right. Let me talk about this one real quick. And this one okay. comes up, and I think a lot of like talking to animals. <laughs> I would have never, but we could have we could have picked a hundred powers each. That wouldn't have been on my list. Aquaman has it. Squirrel Girl has it. There's a lot of people who can talk. I guess to you're animals. right. Yeah, yeah, there are. And we treat it like a cool power. Um, obviously stupid. Uh, obviously, we already can talk to animals. We can talk to dogs and cats. What's up, Rufio? Oh, he understands me. He's like, oh, hey, you're talking to me. It's not the ability to talk to them. It's the animal's intelligence that's the problem. You'd be like, hey, dolphin friend, go stop the bomb. And the dolphin would be like, Arr? what's be a like, bomb? <laughs> what's a bomb? Yeah. Hey, go get that key so we can get in the door. And the dolphin would be like, huh? <laughs> it's the animals being stupid idiots that's the problem. It's not us talking to them. We can talk to animals all day. Squirrels, go fight Magneto. What? Like, you're going to feed me? All animals want is food and fuck. They don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck about what you have to say. They don't know what you're talking about. If you could drop that knowledge in their little brains, maybe they'd understand. But even then, the dolphin would be like, a bomb. Like the idea, the concepts that you would flood his mind with would just shut him down. Be like, the dolphin's I, hair would turn white and he would just be like crazy, like the like anyone who saw the deadlights in it. <laughs> so in and, and it's like we even train dogs to do specific things and it takes fucking forever. You can train a dog to sniff out cancer, but it takes forever to teach them that sort of thing. And they can understand that. You can teach a dog to sniff out bombs, cancer. What? That's insane. Why do we not use that more? Because it's a pain in the ass. So suddenly you can talk to animals and you realize like animals are stupid. It, it Again, being the smartest man in the room, you can suddenly like talk to animals and you're like, oh, this is a waste of time because they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You'd be like, go get me this thing to get me out of jail spot. And it's like, I've seen a million Lassies. Lassies and goes, goes and gets the keys and lets the guy out. No, Lassie would show back up with like a chew toy. And you're like, no, not the chew toy. Go get the keys. And the dog runs off and comes back with like, a severed finger and you're like where did you even find that go get the key and it's like oh my god it'd be so fucking frustrating 
so frustrating. My favorite part about this is to stop listening to you and imagine that somewhere there's two seagulls having a podcast and they're talking about the worst powers talking to humans. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're stupid. If you were like, gah, 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 human would be like, gah. even if you could make this human smart, it'd be like, gah. motherfuckers can't even fly with their little flappy yeah. flesh wings. <laughs> yeah, rain would hit them like bullets. <laughs> You talk to a dog and he would look at you like Scooby-Doo being told he wasn't in the new Velma series. Mm. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, it's a dumb power. And like, look, I think Squirrel Girl is a fun character. Yeah, she's super powerful and funny. But it's like, at the end of the day, the reality of it is just, no, sorry, none of it works. (laughs) Yeah, I guess like if I'm if I'm in a comic book store and I'm looking at covers I'm not going to I'm not going to pick animal powers. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. there's probably stories where it's interesting or stories where they use like an outside the box idea, but yeah, it's definitely not a heavy hitter power. It's definitely not like a headliner. He just uses it to ride dolphins. Great. Mode of transportation solved. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, your power. Mode of transportation always taken care of. Cool. All right. I got a great what I think is a great power okay. and I think it translates to real world and definitely to superhero. All right. But like an early warning system. So you got Spider-Man has spider sense. I think to be Spider-Man, that is fucking invaluable. I think that you can't sneak up on him. We've had this discussion when we were talking about the uh, Predator versus we did an episode of who could fight the Predator. And I think Daredevil has the same thing because his radar sense gives that 360 degree, you know, surroundings. He hears you. He smells you. He can sense you with a, with a hair on his skin. I think if you are a superhero that cannot be surprised or snuck up on, I think that is a big power uh, to have in that world. I think you and I, there's not too many people sneaking up on me, but I do feel like that still would have a commonplace thing where, like, think about driving. You would never be in a car accident. You would never back into anybody if you had spider sense. Except how attuned is it? Because if you're driving yeah, a get- car, <laughs> your mind's like, you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You're Because I'm like that already. Like my my Tesla has, has you're going to get hit powers. And it's always like beep, 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 beep. It's always beeping at me. And I'm like, I, would, I dude, I'm changing lanes. What the fuck's wrong with you? And it's like, you're going to hit that guy. I'm like, probably, but shut the fuck up about it. All right. <laughs> That's my decision to make, Tesla. But yeah, I, th- I guess you're right. It depends on how it's attuned and if you can adjust its sensitivity. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the Daredevil version of it to like to know what's in to know. Like, can you imagine walking in my house and before you even got in there, knowing how many people were in there, probably who was in there and what we were doing? That's a pretty cool thing to have. I mean, maybe it's too much. Maybe it'll be sensory overload, which is a Daredevil thing that happens every once in a while. But I think that's like I'd. That's one of those things I would take the good with the bad off the top of my head. I'd have to do a pro and con list to really before I signed up. But yeah. like, that would be fucking cool, man. It, it, it is good. But like, again, like what if it's like you're going to run into that? And you're like, run into one. It's like that blade of grass. You got like 10 million coming at you, bro. So you better be careful. And you're like, huh? huh? huh. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, we're going to have to phase that one out because it's like the ring doorbell. Like you have to like really dial that in. Otherwise, right, like, right, right. Somebody's coming to your door. And you're like, <laughs> you talking about it's like oh sorry that was a shadow you're like settle down settle the fuck down dude oh can i so so real quick before we leave here's the one that i would pick freezing time oh that's a that's a well it's a great stopping point uh thematically but no that's a really good one i didn't even think of that too that's a good idea the ability to freeze time and get shit done would be phenomenal but i just read a book that put a really interesting um really interesting twist on that and it was uh it was part of the john dies at the end series this was 
uh, this book is full of spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch it. And they, mm-hmm. they gain the power to freeze time, but like everything is frozen like glass. Like you can't press the buttons on a keyboard. You can't push somebody out of the way. You can't move the bullets. Everything's just frozen. But like they walk out on a trail of smoke from a fire. And I'm like, that's freaking cool. But like everything's like frozen glass, which I think is awesome. Um, mm. But that would not be the power that I want. I want. I want to be able to like freeze time and then be able to like finish reading the book I was trying to read or like write the paper I was trying to write. <laughs> I think it'd be dope. So did you like, so you said it's frozen like glass, Yeah. meaning they're not able to touch it or if they touch it, it breaks something. Uh, they're able to touch it. They just can't move it. Like you can't like, gotcha. Fire is hot, but like it's frozen. You can climb on it and smoke. You can walk out on, but like you can't like move a branch out of the way or like you can't, but like they you- can move. So when they unfreeze time, they're in a different spot. Yes. So okay, like so theoretically, like, yeah. right, right. So if someone shoots at you, you could save yourself. Could you unfreeze somebody else or just you? It, um, they do unfreeze somebody else at one point, but like, it, there's a great cost to it. It's it's interesting. Okay, okay. But so that's, it, it, that's interesting. But it's like you couldn't type the paper. You can't move the pages in the book. The book is right, 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 right. So you could only read the page that it's open to. But if you bought, if the page, if the book is two hundred and two pages, and you opened. 202 copies of the book to different pages oh. and then froze time. Like there's, there's workarounds here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you you mean about being the smartest man in the room. Cause I just came up with that off the top of my head. I didn't even freeze time to come up with that idea. And I feel you, I, I must be like a dunce to you. I'm like, a kid yeah. and I'm, like uh, <laughs> I'm trying to read a damn book. I'm just like an ape using up. <laughs> like cool. uh, in my frozen world, I'm looking at 100, uh, 200 pages of a book and you're frozen holding your one book, trying to figure out how to read it. And I'm like plebeian. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid look frozen on my face. <laughs> that's a good power. That would be a good one too. I feel like that's one of those that you could make that work. That would be a good power to have pretty much, pretty much as long as it wasn't a cost. Like if it didn't, age you every time you did it or hurt you know a lot of people get hurt nosebleeds when they do that kind of shit in movies and stuff i mean that's the thing about all these powers is like a lot of them have to be tempered with some hindrance that makes the cost um calculable which which is interesting you know that that makes good stories but powers alone man good stuff luckily we both got those handsome powers yeah and that came for free i mean i i've been working on it i try to stay handsome do you what do you do what do you do to stay handsome uh, it's it's like it's like trying to trying to pee your pants on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of handsome. <laughs> See, works. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep telling people I'm handsome and I, I think that's my power. My power is so much confidence that you start to be like, wait a minute, is he a little handsome? Here's he's actually not bad looking. Yeah, see, check out this power. I smile and I'm like, and everybody's like, oh, look, he's happy. And I'm like, you fucking moron. And they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you want when you're smiling. When you smile this big and everybody's like, he's smiling, he's happy. You can be like, I fucking hate you. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm miserable. My power is making you think that I'm not miserable. <laughs> oh, oh, so good, dude. Well, guys, what would be your power? What do you want? Tell us. Hit us in the comments below. If you're on YouTube, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod. Tell us what power you have. Tell us your worst powers. I want to hear which powers you hate too. Oh yeah. Which ones are overused? What's cliche? 
polka dot man you know him he's he's a pretty interesting one to have appeared in the past few years i know he's a super old superhero but seeing him come to the big screen and see what those powers would be yeah, is interesting i like that i like the the there's a spider-man guy called the spot i think and he could throw yeah. spots and teleport through him yeah, i've yeah, seen yeah. that used like pretty cool i think we could probably do a whole nother episode about this stuff easily where it's like easily t- talking about like interestingly underutilized powers um alternate ways to use powers that we didn't see coming we didn't even get into like i'm a giant shark person you're like the powers of an animal uh altogether uh, <laughs> yeah. i think there's some pretty interesting ones we could get into so we'll see maybe there's a sequel to this but in the meantime Rumi, we need to blast this thing off <laughs> we're the rocketeers and we are out dun, dun, dun. ignition sequence start six five four three two 